Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back to another episode, and I am so happy you're here. As we are rounding up this year, I thought it'd be really fun to share my most asked questions. This is going to be a fun Q&A with Kiana, and uh, these questions have popped up everywhere. I have found these in my DMs on emails and of course in passing, whether it be at workshops or conferences or all those fun things, even in person, friends have reached out and asked these questions. And I thought it'd be really fun to sprinkle in some of these questions, not in like the most asked order, but just a fun kind of collection of personal, of professional and some juicy questions that I have been asked um, this year. All right, so let's dive into these really fun questions. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Number one, how do I book more weddings? Okay, so this is a really juicy one. And I actually have an entire series right here on the podcast because I get this question a lot. Um, And it is actually called Amplify Your Weddings Series. We talk about everything with boosting your Pinterest with Jen Vasquez. Uh, We chat all about blogging and SEO with Vanessa Hicks creating a vibe with Kim Baker. We chat with Ty Z. Wilson all about creating a more inclusive and LGBTQ friendly business. Plus, so, so many more. I had so much fun with this series. In fact, I'm not even going to lie. If you actually check back through recent episodes on the podcast, I kind of like did a roundup of the Amplify Your Wedding series. And then I ended up posting a handful more podcasts and conversations and lessons and interviews with other wedding leaders and you know professional speakers all about weddings. So this is something I just can't stop talking about. But yes, please check out that series. There is tons of information for you and ultimately just adding value to your current business so you can shine online. This is literally, oh my gosh, I can just talk about this for years and years and years. 
Number two, how do I come up with ideas to post? Connecting with content is key. I have the perfect challenge for you. I just did it for my very first time live the first week of December and had a blast. Think of this challenge as a mini training. I go over five different types of content audiences we should be thinking about when it's time to post. This challenge will help you flood ideas that never leave you feeling caption blocked again. I'm all about creating content that shares your adventures, business, and fun behind the scenes shenanigans for your audience so they feel like they know you, they love you, they trust you, and they start begging to work with you. And if you all know me, you know, I love going big and making as big of an impact as possible. And this is why I teach creating content around things that you're already doing. It might feel like I'm creating more work for you for this challenge, but that's the point, right? With just a little bit of effort up front to create these posts and short films Soon your calendar will be fully booked with dream clients. So yes, my goal is to create more work for you, literally. Number three, which workshops or conferences should I attend? Ooh, this is a juicy one. And I get this often, whether they're asking for a specific mentor or just workshops and conferences. So I just want to break down a little bit. Like I'm a workshopaholic and I've done a lot. My very, very first workshop was with Jasmine Starr in 2016. And I actually flew down to Newport. It was the first time ever flying down by myself. And I even roomed, oh my gosh, with my friend, Tracy Jasmine. She's actually an incredible photographer. And now she strategizes in mindset coaching and business growth. Uh, She's just so incredible. And we met back then. And uh, yeah, so Jasmine Starr doesn't even host wedding workshops anymore. If you know her, you know, she is the queen of content. And once again, just like I am so passionate about it's helping your business shine online. And uh, it's just so fun. I suggest you get online and start searching for the type of people that you feel aligned with, not the people that you think are going to book you more weddings or the ones that, you know, make all these promises and all these accelerator programs, find people that have actually done it and that kind of show receipts on that, right? I feel like there's this flood right now of online coaching, which I think is beautiful. I'm not trying to throw shade at it, but just be very cautious with who you are investing your time and money with and the results that they have gotten other people. I see so many coaches and business owners that start their business because they say, hey, this worked for me and now I'm teaching it. But those strategies and those lessons may be outdated because what brought them to where they are today is not working tomorrow, right? Do you see what I'm saying? Um, That was just like my little tidbit on finding those, those coaches, ask tons of questions, look for referrals. I've even been really sneaky before, before I've signed up with coaches and I've like gone to their Facebook groups or any place that I can be kind of sneaky and like see other people in that program or in that that group of coaching and I've DM them. I've asked for me to hop on a call with them. I've asked for their recommendations. I've shared my business with them because one thing I've done too, and this is just a little personal key, key tip here is the last two years, I've really focused on finding coaches and mentors that are outside of the wedding industry. Um, When I first started, I was all about weddings, right? So I had invested in 
obviously Jasmine Starr. I have bought, oh my gosh, almost everything that Caitlin James has created. Amy and Jordan, I've been following closely for years. Um, Justin and Mary Morantz, I have taken their light courses as well as a workshop in person. Um, I've done it all. I've done um, Show It United, which now has um, kind of rebranded and now they've opened up their conference called Spark to basically all entrepreneurs that used to be really photography education heavy. And now they're opening it up to designers and entrepreneurs and creatives of all different sorts. And I just love that community. I love my show at community and no matter what type of event they put on, like I just, I just love attending. And uh, yes, so now I'm kind of going on a tangent here about workshops and conferences. Um, but I highly suggest that you show up to these things. Even if you're totally not sure where to start, try looking up local style shoots, especially in the wedding industry. From there, you can meet wedding planners and event coordinators and venues uh, that may lead you into a direction to meet other photographers and then pick their brains. Ask who they've invested in. Ask who their mentors and their coaches are. It's really important for you to just get out and meet as many people as possible and ask those questions. Number four, what's the best lens for weddings? So I get this question a lot. And honestly, it's just one lens that I can use an entire wedding day. And that is my 50 millimeter. It's my go-to. And then I also always pack my 105 uh, Sigma, which that's what I use for my detail shots, my ring shots, like all those really close, close, close images. And the reason why, kind of going back to that 50 millimeter, why I love it so much, is out of all of the lenses, the 50 millimeter is most closely to our naked eye. And I want to tell you a little secret about me. This is just the way my brain works. And I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, but when I first started my wedding photography business... I could not afford these really expensive lenses. Now, my aunts have gifted me lenses. They really set me up with a great gear bag um, like of everything that I've ever needed for photography. Thank you, Auntie Cindy, and thank you, Auntie Lindy. But when I was ever questioned about, oh, what lens do you use for this? Or, oh, are you going to change your lens or do all that kind of stuff? This is me being really resourceful and just kind of taking advantage of what I have. And I used to tell people, oh, you know what? I just use that 50 millimeter lens because it's the most natural to our own like natural vision. And I try to have my photography reflect that. <laughs> like that literally was my go-to. But the fact was, is I couldn't afford those other lenses. So <laughs> like, I'm not telling you to lie or like make up stories about which is your favorite lens or why you do certain things in your business. But I wanted to share that story to just remind you that like you can totally start with what you have now. And uh, yeah, so the 50 millimeter is my baby and I use it for everything, even my portraits. I, I will bring a backup lens of a 50 or a 35 just so I have a backup, but... I literally shoot everything with my 50 millimeter. Number five, how do you stay so positive and happy? The short answer is it's a choice. It takes more energy to be mad and angry than to simply smile. Now, for the record, I want to be totally transparent with you. No, I am not always perky and positive, but I do wake up happy and excited for my days. I seriously love my life. I know it's not anywhere near like where I want to be. You know, I don't have my farmhouse yet. Um, I don't have my husband and my babies and, you know, my little flock of dogs, if that's even a thing. It's not there yet. Like, I know that that's coming though. And the days that I'm living now, I'm really grateful for. Plus, sometimes I bring this up, but after losing my dad, like I just am so 
grateful for every moment we have. And I just don't want to be angry. And, you know, life is too short to be pissy and annoyed at all the little things in life. Like I just prefer to be laughing and joyful for as much of it as possible. Number six. Okay. Now this is a juicy one that I surprisingly get often, especially when I do those ask me anything questions on Instagram. Are you single? So the answer is yes and no. Single as in no, I'm not married, but yes as in I am dating someone new. Now, I have gone on over 25 first dates in the last like year and a half. It's a dumpster fire out there. Like I am not kidding. In fact, I have tons of content about being single in the wedding industry, how difficult it is photographing the happiest, most joyous moments of my couple's lives. And then literally getting in the car crying as I go through drive through thinking, why not me? Like, this is just not fair. Like, how have they found their forever? Their love just seems so genuine and true. And why not me? Especially during mini sessions. Oh gosh, that just, it used to kill me. And then finally something just clicked with me or I realized, you know what? Like, this just isn't my time yet. And I'm so grateful for the business I do have. So when it is time for me to God willing, bring little ones into my world and become a mom, which has been my dream job for as long as I can remember. Like I am so much more set up for for being a mom with the timeline and the schedule that I have today that if I would have started my family years ago, it it just wouldn't have worked for me. And I'm here to remind you that, you know, the grass, the grass isn't always greener. You know, it's only green where you water it. And I have so many girlfriends that have told, like have told me, I'm not just making this up or saying this, but they've told me how jealous they are of me and my life and how I get to take a nap whenever I want, or I, you know, could just hop on an airplane and go somewhere when they have their, their two little ones at home. And, and these are my good, like my best girlfriends. They'll tell me this. And I just look at them and smile and I just kind of whisper and I say, Yes, but I would give anything to have what you have. Like I would have, I would give anything, you know, to have a husband that hunts and provides for our family and also little ones that are driving you crazy right now. Like you're living those days that like, I wish I could have now too. So it's just a reminder. Um, this once again, is going off topic in these Q and A's with Kiana. I have so many answers and so many opinions to share with you. But if you are in that season of being single, this is your time to shine. This is your time to soak up those memories and to kind of build as you go. And if you already have started your family now and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm drowning. Like I don't have time for my business. Like this is so easy for you to say key, like, cause you don't have all these responsibilities. And I just want to remind you that everything, everything happens in divine timing and you get to be proof for your little ones. And maybe it's just your dog or your cat. <laughs> you're building this life for, but they get to see you going after your goals and making that happen. And that is a beautiful thing. It all takes time. And I've been kind of going off on a tangent instead of sharing about my new boyfriend. Um, but his name is Mike. And of course his name is Mike. My brother's name is Mike. My best friend's brother's name is Mike. Um, and her husband's Mike, like there's so many Mikes in our family. And when we get together, there's Mike, number one, Mike, number two, Mike, number three, or you're Mike, 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 and you're Mike, Mike. Like there's just so many names for all these guys in my life. It's crazy. And um, it's been fun. So I'm just, I'm taking it really slow. If you've been following along with Instagram or my TikToks, I've been doing some little soft launches. Um, but this poor guy, I'm telling you right now, like he makes me, he makes me so happy and we have the best time together. And 
we have, we share really, really big dreams. And a lot of our goals are aligned, which is just so awesome. I've been praying for that, but I'm not even joking when I say he'll probably make his debut on social media. Like if we do get engaged, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I just, I'm that person. Like it's just so funny. So Anytime I post something, my girlfriends and my cousins are like, Ooh, like he's getting, you know, he's getting his little Insta story. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're just having fun and I'm taking it really slow. Number seven, how do you protect your files and images? So let's get back to business here. In episode number 33, I'm chatting with Dawn Richardson all about preparing for tech fails. Because ultimately, it's not about just protecting them to keep them safe, but preparing for those fails because they will happen. It's inevitable. Technology is such a blessing, but it can also be a curse and turn our days into the worst days of our lives if we're not proactive about being, you know, archiving and protecting our files. So in that episode, we break down the best gear to use, the best strategies and workflows and systems. And I don't know why, but I have this feeling I need to tell you right this second before I move on. Um, One key tip that I have for this is to make sure that you are not formatting, which is just deleting any gallery, any photo shoot, any wedding off of those memory cards until you know they have physically been delivered, whether you are delivering them through Pixie Set or CloudSpot or Pass. I know there's a handful of photo delivery programs out there or websites, make sure that those are not only on that website as well, but backed up to the cloud, backed up, backed up, backed up. (laughs) And, uh, And then you can delete them. Even if you have to go through, let's say something got edited and a hard drive got washed out or totally wiped away. I mean, you still have, even if it's a pain in the butt that you have to go through and edit them again, you still have the raws, right? So Make sure you're keeping your images safe. That will protect you and your clients forever. And this is your business. Like your reputation is on the line and we want to make sure that you're protected. So make sure you go back to episode number 33 and listen to that chat with my bestie, Dawn. She's incredible. Uh, She also has a beautiful pro. She has like tons of programs and uh, really fun stuff called Tech Savvy Creative. Make sure to check that out um, because, you know, she leads you through detoxing your workspaces and, uh, you know, all the fun stuff about files and photo management. It's, it's huge. This is something that you absolutely need to be (laughs) aware of now before it's too late. Number eight, how do you stay organized with your business? Well, the short answer is HoneyBook is life. HoneyBook is my CRM, which is my client relationship manager. I think that's what CRM stands for. (laughs) But basically it's where I house everything, my invoices, my contracts, all of my emails to my clients, all of the banking and payment information. This is huge. This took my business, gosh, from just being a hobbyist and just enjoying my, you know, my business and like just shooting people for fun to creating a professional website and professional business that it's just, it was just amazing. Like the ability to simply take credit cards and to have a follow-up email and workflows and systems is huge, which reminds me to number 41, Episode number 41, I'm chatting with Laura Murphy all about creating workflows and systems. And she is a gem. She literally can help you develop an entire workflow from the initial inquiry email to the thank you, like your album has been delivered, asking for reviews, like every touch point you can possibly imagine. This is her wheelhouse. And uh, it really does take so much time 
and uh, energy out of your business that she literally says in one of her taglines is having HoneyBook become your admin or something like that, right? Like she can take a 40 hour work week and turn it into a 10 hour work week or some crazy number like that. But it's true because I want you to think about all the tiny mundane tasks that you do, whether it's responding to emails or prepping thank you gifts or all that kind of stuff that can just be so streamlined where you're just popping into HoneyBook and checking off those tasks and it's all done for you. And you're keeping track of your clients so they don't fall through the cracks. This this is what it's all about, right? We know I know I get tons of questions about adding value and increasing pricing, which we'll go into in a minute. But uh, that right there, whoo, is so huge. So be on top of your workflows and be on top of your clients by creating those workflows and systems. Number nine, can I be on your podcast? I get this question a lot and I just want to say, yes, yes, babe, we need you. I am currently working on a wedding hall right now with an emphasis on sharing about my photography education and uh, just providing tons of resources and directing people to my online shop, which of course is specifically for wedding photographers and just photographers in general right now. However, I have big, really big goals for fun series talking about my dirt road to venue adventures, sharing everyone that I've connected with that's helping that dream come true, as well as future small business Saturday conversations, introducing you to as many entrepreneurs as possible to spark ideas and build community around small businesses. This is going to be so fun. I know personally, like when I was in high school, I had no idea what type of business opportunities there really were out there. (laughs) Like, I literally thought that you could just be a mom, you could be a teacher, maybe a fireman or a police officer, like anything in that community realm, obviously being a doctor or a lawyer, like I literally felt, or maybe a mailman, like I thought those are my only options. And then as I've built this business and as I've met so many incredible entrepreneurs along the way, I quickly realized that you literally can do anything. You could do anything and turn it like to monetize it and make money. So I cannot wait to have that really fun series coming up soon. So if that interests you, or maybe that makes you feel like, oh, heck yes, I have a conversation. I'd like to share about that. Please reach out. You can check out kianamarie.com slash podcast. And at the bottom, I have a little application process for you. Send me an email. Um, Let's pitch those. Pitch them to me, baby. I want to hear all about you and your business and your adventures. Number 10, I'm saving this juicy one for last. How do I increase my pricing for photography? Oh, baby, I get this question all the time. And uh, sometimes I think we get carried away with increasing pricing when we should be increasing our value first. I encourage you to list out all the attributes and vibes of your dream couples and then look in the mirror and ask if you carry those characteristics too. I know that sounds silly and maybe even a little condescending, and I'm so sorry, but it's true. Sometimes we push out what we want instead of becoming what we need first. This first step to increasing your pricing is to share a perceived value through your work. We need to be creating tack sharp images and understanding our settings and the ability to troubleshoot every lighting situation possible. Once you understand the tech, it's important to polish your attitude, personality, and shooting style. Words of mouth and referrals will help build your brand and credibility. Making friends with vendors, showcasing their work, and creating referral groups will also help increase your value. Then once you're rocking your in-person experiences, blowing away your wedding parties, just like creating this wow experience for wedding guests to see in person and to witness... 
the next step is to take that online and blast your work like confetti. When others see that you're busy investing in your education, working often and creating content that connects, you'll be able to slowly but consistently raise your prices. I go into a ton of this stuff on the, like, you know, through the greenhouse in the shop. And uh, I just, this is what, like, this is what oozes out of me is how do you increase your value? Not just in the like income that you're bringing in, but value to your daily life, value to your business. How are you adding value to your family? And, and I hate to break it to you, sister. Like, I don't say hate to break it to you, but adding value to your family is adding more of you. Like that's what, that's what this is all about, right? Like how can we add more of you into your weddings, into your business and into your kitchen and homes where you are raising the next generation or maybe just a cute puppy? <laughs> like we want to add value to your life. I hope you found this episode helpful and fun with relatable personal and professional questions. This is a series I'll be picking up and answering on my YouTube channel and short films for TikToks and reels next year and would love to showcase you. There's no such thing as silly questions and I'm always here to help. I can't wait for my first ever mastermind to kick off this year and I hope you'll join the party. Starting January 9th, I'll be kicking off a three-month mastermind to help generate a ton of content ideas for your business. Together, we'll identify your content vibe, aka the types of content you love to make and the kinds you despise, all to help you shine online. This mastermind will pinpoint content ideas to create before the wedding, during the wedding, and after the wedding. Let's create magnetic content for your dream clients. Head over to the show notes to learn more. This will be a Kickstarter mastermind with the lowest price point ever right out the gate. And I hope you'll join us. The biggest lie photographers tell themselves is that their dream clients are viewing their content or coming across their business online or in person and choosing not to book them. That's a lie. Our dream clients just don't know we exist yet. Let's show up and slow some scrolls. Stick around for future podcasts and tons of education to help you shine online. I'm always cheering for you, babe. Keep on dancing. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.